Welcome back to Bayani Mates Podcast. I'm Bane Agbon, a member of the AACPH Social Development Community Practice. Bayani Mates is a podcast for Australia alumni, for Australia alumni in the Philippines and abroad. It's a platform where we share stories to inspire each other, stories about how we can make a difference in our community, our profession, and our country. I'm here today, and I'm very excited I'm here today with Jose de Colomon. The National Convener for 2021. Jose, hello, Jose. Hi, Bene. So great to be here. And uh, thank you for allowing me to be part of this uh, episode. So uh, I know it's been a while since we had the last one. And it's because ACPH has been really busy planning for something for all of our Australia alumni this coming November. Oh, I'm so excited for that. That's so right. So today, we will be talking exactly about that, about the Australia Alumni Network Summit. So as we know, Jose Tamabaco is an annual flagship event of Australia yes. Awards and an alumni engagement program in the Philippines. So this year, it is a virtual event again, and it's happening on two Saturdays on November 20 and November 27. That's right. And I'm very happy to share that this year's summit will be co-organized by ACPH, by us, and AAEP. So we have a number of alumni involved in the planning behind the scenes, including you, of course. You're one of our volunteers, and I'm so happy about that. And many of our other alumni, some of them uh, freshly arrived from Australia, uh, who just came back this year? Yung mga COVID ano natin, the COVID batch. <laughs> yeah, really hats off to you guys in terms of you know uh, being able to survive that with flying colors. Um, yeah, and we'd really like to thank you and everyone who answered our call for volunteers. And we are definitely very excited to be able to work with everyone for this summit. And for those of you who, who you know, who just want to differentiate what is ACPH and what, what is AEP. Yeah. So the Australian yeah. Alumni Communities of Practice Philippines, it's a network of uh, Australian mm -hmm. alumni, you know, who share a common purpose who okay. share a profession and we're really here to work together for you know for the nation to improve the country okay. especially now more than ever while exactly. AAEP which is the Australia Awards Alumni and Engagement Program uh, uh -huh. this is a program under the Department of Foreign Affairs and Trade of okay. the Australia of the Australian government and here okay. in the Philippines uh, obviously the Australian embassy to the Philippines and AEP that's the formal organization uh, that's uh -huh. headed by Milalin Haveliana uh -huh. and for uh -huh. Australia alumni you have Jel Ferrer uh, working with us mm. so in previous okay. years the summit was actually managed by AEP uh, and they would okay. ask some of the volunteers, some of the alumni to actually help out. Mm -hmm. But this year, for the first time, because we, you know, we formed ACPH, uh, of course, with big okay. help from the embassy and uh, the support also from AEP, it is now ACPH who is taking the lead in organizing this. But of course, still with a lot of help and support from AEP. Wow, but that's what makes it exciting, Viva Jose. Like AACPH is taking the lead for this, and it's the first time that it's taking the lead for this. But so this is so exciting, and of course, obviously, uh, we acknowledge the help of the embassy and DFAT and AAAEP. So let's talk more about the summit. I understand, na yung summit 
thing, which is interesting siya. It's long, but for me, it speaks about life. It speaks about nurturing. Because the, the summit theme is regeneration nation, co-creating a more inclusive, innovative, and sustainable future. Uh, so Jose, why is this the theme? Can you tell us more about it? And why is it important for us uh, bilang mga Australia alumni? Right. So I'll lecture a little bit, <laughs> no, not really. Sure. But what do we sure. mean by regeneration, right? And yep. and for me, it's so important as Australia alumni now more than ever for us exactly. to look beyond. Uh, not to say that what we're going through is not important. Obviously, the present is important. But what's important, more important for me is for us to look to a future and for us to uh -huh. be able to create a future that we want to have and not just okay. be a victim and say, okay, this is what it is. Wala na tayong pag-asa. Ganito na talaga tayo. Mm -hmm. Especially with mm -hmm. the elections coming in next year. Obviously, I don't mm -hmm. want to be political about it, but it's important that as alumni, we see our power in exactly. terms of really making a positive impact to the country. Uh -huh. And the yeah. kind of impact that we want to build is an impact towards regeneration. And what do we say regeneration? Some people would call it regenerative development. What is this? And to put it simply, it's being able to use our resources to improve the well-being of society. Not just about GDP, not just about economic growth. Huh? It's yeah. the total well-being of society yeah. in a way that it builds capacity of the support systems needed for future growth. And again, growth here for me is more than just financial growth or yeah. economic growth. It is the full growth, holistic growth of society. Meaning mm -hmm. what? We take care of our planet. We also take yeah. care of the people. Uh, mm -hmm. It's the triple bottom line. No? But it mm -hmm. goes beyond that too no because normally when we think of um uh development or economic development it's really just measured by your output mm -hmm. right uh your your gdp your gnp yeah. um sustainable development is more about looking at the triple bottom line but for me regenerative mm -hmm. development takes it even further because when we talk uh -huh. about regeneration to put it simply, it's more than recovery. Kasi recovery, kasi you, you go back to the way you were, di ba? Parang yeah. nagkasakit ka, di ba? Now that you go back to who you, to what you were before your sakit, okay lang, you recovered. Nakarecover ka na. Di ba? But what we want is let's go beyond that. Kasi baka bago ka nagkasakit, meron ka ng may pre-existing condition ka na eh. <laughs> And for us, the Philippines as a country, we have many pre-existing conditions, right? Marami tayo in terms of the inequality, the economic gaps, our ability to be more inclusive, medyo limited, even our mindset in terms of what does it really mean to be successful as a country or even as individuals. We want to expand that. That's why we want to go towards regeneration because we don't just go back to the old way. We want a transformative future, a future that we have designed and created. Sabi nga nila, di ba, the, the problems, uh, our present-day problems uh, cannot be solved by the same kind of thinking that created mm -hmm. them. 
right? Exactly. For us to exactly. solve these present-day problems, there has to be a new way of thinking. And that's mm-hmm. what we want to we want to spark and ignite mm-hmm. in our alumni with this summit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lang sinabi, no? Sorry. <laughs> no, but it's yeah. ano, eh, but it's interesting because parang I, I didn't realize until I saw the theme of the summit. Now there's something beyond sustainable development, diba? Because for the longest time, it has always been the the way that you know movement towards transformation has been crafted sustainable development. So it's, for me, it's very interesting, I and mean, then I like the way it sounds. Because parang ano siya, parang it's nothing that you do. It's a real-time action. It's not something na parang uh, consumption lang, diba? In a way that doesn't sacrifice the future. Pero here, you also look into Uh, some real-time action that brings that sustains, you know, parang it sustains the growth for the future and also, as you said, na yung future growth na yun also continues to regenerate. So parang ang saya kasi parang I'm, I'm really absolutely looking forward to hearing from the speakers that have been invited. Tapos I also believe that you have some workshops prepared. This must really be a very, very engaging summit. So, baka Jose, can you tell us more about who will be speaking during the summit? Right, right. Sige. So, so the summit actually is made of three parts. So the first okay. part is asynchronous. Here we're going to celebrate the stories of our alumni. And these are the stories of regeneration. And, right. and the stories will be done Pecha Kucha style, which is okay. uh, 20, 20 slides, 20 seconds per slide. Per so this slide. came from okay. the architecture profession. And ah, it was a very efficient... Okay and concise way of getting your views across. Diba? Normally, because okay. when they represent some people, they get carried away, right? They, yeah, they take 20 perfect. minutes. Uh, this one, so it's very concise. It's less than seven minutes. And I really hope and encourage that our, our alumni will share yeah, the stories about regeneration. So this will yeah. be to celebrate the inspiring stories of our alumni mm-hmm. coming from the different communities of practice. So mm-hmm. anything related to regeneration. So you might have your own projects. I know some of your batchmates also are planning to submit. So I'm very excited about that. And it doesn't have to be, you know, as it doesn't have to be uh, something that is so... Ano, no, na, napakalaking impact. If you have one, then great, right? Better for us, impact. If you can just impact one person in mm-hmm. terms of what you've done, for us, that's that's more than enough. Because the okay. one person that has a big ripple effect. And the fact yeah. that you did something towards regeneration, so it could be related to social development or human resources mm-hmm. or something related to engineering okay. or technology mm-hmm. or innovation or a combination of all of this, whether it's mm-hmm. an advocacy that you are looking at or something that's really part of your day-to-day work, or it could be okay. your REAP, or it could be an Australian grant scheme project. So, okay. you know, we're open to everything um, mm-hmm. and we will actually award prices to those people who will uh, mm-hmm. be picked as the best ones. So mm-hmm. we're okay. going to feature that in the first part that's going to be from November 12 to 19 and we will use a house space. Yeah, house space is a platform and you'll be able to view all of the videos of mm-hmm. the of our different alumni there. And that sort okay. of is a way to get excitement for the synchronous Sessions and the synchronous okay. sessions 
there will be the first part, which will be on November 20 to from 2 mm -hmm. p.m. to 6 p.m. That's in Zoom, mm -hmm. so very accessible. And then mm -hmm. uh, the second part will be November 27, 2 to 6 p.m. And okay. what are these two different parts? So the first part is all about designing a new future. It's about ideation. It's about thinking of getting new ideas of, you know, how can we move forward beyond the pandemic, beyond recovery, and looking at what can, and also getting ideas that we can bring back to our professions, whether you're an innovation mm -hmm. manager or whether okay. you are in government, you know, mm -hmm. regional director, or even an individual contributor, or you might have your own startup or your own, you know, you're, you're part of a private organization, it doesn't matter. So the way we've designed this, the next two days is really regardless of your field of expertise, you will get something. You will get something that you can bring back to your work, new ideas that you can help to challenge your organization to in terms of how they can even be more regenerative in terms of their mm -hmm. approaches. So if you, you know, what's, what, what will we discuss uh, in day one, you know, before I go into day two though. So day one, we will obviously have uh, the ambassador who will speak and open okay. it and he'll talk about uh -huh. why uh, this is so important. Uh, mm -hmm. We have um, two main speakers, Okay. two plenary speakers and one ideation workshop. Uh, so this is really going to be quite interactive. So our first mm -hmm. speaker is going to be uh, a professor coming from Australia. His name is Sohail Ineatula. He is one mm -hmm. of the foremost futurists in the region. Uh, he, uh, I think, used to be or is the UNESCO uh like head for uh, strategic foresight. And he helps wow. organizations and countries uh, think about the future in a systematic way. And he will talk mm -hmm. about why it's so important that we question our narratives of ourselves. Because normally when we think of the future, it's based on a story, our understanding of the present and our past. Yeah. And uh -huh. normally, uh -huh. You know, sometimes our view of the future is quite limited because uh -huh. we think it's just a continuation of our existing uh -huh. stories and our, our old stories, uh -huh. right? Yeah. When I ask you, let's say, Obane, what will you be in the future? It will probably be a continuation of, yeah. or it could be based on your experience or the existing story True. that you have True. about your True. life and about who you True. are. And as a country, True. we also have those stories right those narratives about yeah. ourselves ah pilipino yeah. ka kasi pilipino tayo ganito diba wala na tayong pag-asa because ganito 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 and dami nating stories and i'm not putting that down no? but i'm also saying that to, for us to create the future that we want because this is what day one is all about designing a new future we might want mm -hmm. to expand our views of what's possible and also challenge the kind of narratives that we have as a country. And, and Sohil will talk more about that. Uh, how can we change these narratives? What are the levels of narratives? And it's really quite uh, 
going to be quite interesting that normally we, when we try to make changes, we normally do it at the surface level, right? You know, what's on the news? Okay, let's react to that and then come up with solutions related to it. You know, yeah. there are a lot of COVID cases, for example. Okay, so that's, but for me, that's at the surface level. And you can go down to several levels. I don't want to give spoilers, no. But at each point, at each level, even as you go deeper and deeper, there are actually more, I would say, long-term and more, I would say, uh, fundamental ways that you can actually introduce change in the world and in the country. And at the, at the heart of it, is actually our narratives, our myths and metaphors of an issue, diba? So anyway, I don't want to give too much about, about that. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, the next topic is about donut economics. So donut economics, uh, I'm not sure if you've heard of this. Have you heard of this before? Kind of, but economics. I don't know the specifics of it. Yeah, well, me too, right? That's why we invited our speaker, uh, who is, uh, going, is a professor from Ateneo. And okay. uh, his name is, uh, let me just make sure I get the, the right name. Uh, uh -huh. His name is Kilti Labastilla, okay? okay. He, he uh -huh. is a professor in Ateneo. He's also an Australia alumni, okay? So I'm very proud of that. I'm happy about okay. that. And he is part of this organization that promotes uh, donut economics, everywhere. Okay. He actually teaches this in Ateneo and he's saying it's one of the most uh, it's the course, the economics course that has the most number of students all the time. Ay, enroll. Wow. Yeah. And, and the concept about uh, donut economics is that normally it, it provides again a new narrative in terms of economic mm -hmm. models. Because okay. normally diba, when we look at our economic model now it's the measure of success. You know, what's the measure of development? GNP, uh -huh. GDP, right? Yeah. And, yeah. and what donut economics is saying is that that is there, is, there should be more than that. Because normally GNP, GDP doesn't talk about inequality, yeah. right? It doesn't talk about wealth distribution. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't talk yeah. about the costs related to yeah. environmental degradation, right? Sure. And normally yeah. the ones yeah. who are paying for these costs let's say the negative the negative environmental impact this is paid for by future generations no it's not even it's paid for by our kids by our grandkids yeah. our right. grand grandkids and and even further right we don't right. pay for it right. but we're the ones right. actually is consuming it yeah. and and right. and using it which is actually if you think of it in terms of the equality of the generations there's actually quite uh, yeah. level of inequality Anong... there, diba? Totoo, totoo. So donut economics now like, is saying that like a donut, you have to make sure that you don't go beyond the donut. Diba yung donut, my hole, and then, ah. you know. So the idea is to stay within the donut. And what is staying inside ah. the donut? It means that you don't go beyond what you need. At the same time, you don't fall inside the hole of the donut. And the hole of the donut is okay. making sure that you don't leave people behind as well. That you don't oh, naman wow. consume 
too little that you forget the development of the people. In this case, holistic development, their well-being, the equality, the poverty. Uh, these are all these are improved as well and counted as as part of your scorecard. And and I, I like it because it's a it's a very fundamental view in terms of how we should see development. And as a measure, yeah. as a country, because normally that's the that's the challenge now. No? We know the institutions that are some of our institutions are failing us. And it's because yeah. of the incentives of the whole system, right? You know, how can you stop companies from thinking of the thinking uh, from just looking at the short term? How do you, yeah. how do you uh, avoid, let's say, the government from just looking at yearly programs or maybe mm -hmm. just looking at the next six years? <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, I know it's really quite challenging, but if you change the metrics, and some countries are already starting to do this. Some countries in Europe, uh, they've adopted, they've started to adopt donut economics. Mm -hmm. New Zealand also is looking, if you recall, wow. The, the prime minister is saying that they're really looking at uh, other indicators aside from GNP, GDP, because mm -hmm. one of the reasons why we're, we are so, you know, as, as in many democratic societies, or maybe not even, even also the non-democratic ones, they're so dissatisfied with the state. It's because uh, the, the promises no longer are able to, um, uh, they're, they're, not, they're not able to fulfill their promises to the constituents, right? To the citizens. Yeah. And it's primarily because a measure of government is GDP overall, right? Yeah. <laughs> but that seems yeah. like everyone seems to be focused on that particular bottom line, which actually, if you go back several 100, 200 years ago, that didn't even exist. Mm -hmm. Right. So again, okay. I, I said a lot already, but uh, and I know Skilty will do a better job than I did now. But for me, this is again very, very, very interesting because that will now feed into the third part of the program. So again, this is know uh, this is quite jam packed. Uh, we mm -hmm. have uh, an ideation workshop. Uh, which is going mm -hmm. to be facilitated by Limitless Labs. So Limitless okay. Labs, it's, a, it's an organization that uh, is used to working with profit NGOs and even okay. government uh, uh, agencies uh, to, come up, to come up with ideas mm -hmm. to solve a particular problem, a specific problem, using design thinking and other tools. Ah, okay. So we're going to have a mini, a very, I would say, concentrated, focused workshop that as an mm -hmm. alumni, we can start to think about a you know, specific, I, I would say, a, a framing of certain issues, okay? maybe a new way of framing certain issues yeah. in each of our communities of practice, whether it's social development or education, etc. Um, and then looking at possible things that we can do as an alumni. So specific actions that we can do, whether as individual 
steps that we can do in our own work or maybe yes. as a community That's of practice, yeah. let's say within mm -hmm. the, let's say that innovation and, talk and tech practice or within the mm -hmm. sustainable built environment practice, but it yes. can also be cross communities meaning it cuts across yeah. several disciplines, right? And with the kind of wicked problems that we have right now. And again, wicked, wicked problems, you cannot just, this, this took, what, decades, maybe even hundreds of years to make. We can't solve that in a year, right? Yeah. But we can start to come up with ways that can, like baby steps, maybe some things that we can start to do to again, build that kind of future that we want. And then this will be capped off by uh, a net a social event. Um, okay. It's going to be facilitated by our friends from the Philippine Australia Alumni Association, or PA3I. Oh, okay. So we're very okay. excited about that. They, they actually have something. They have a lot of gifts <laughs> and prizes, they said. They already <laughs> promised. We don't know what, but they say uh, this, will, this will be very good for your pre-Christmas uh, <laughs> <laughs> shopping so so we're looking forward to that so that's just the first day um are you excited but i'm excited Very. yeah Very and that, yeah and and uh the second day now the second day is about collective regeneration so if the first the first day was about ideation to thinking of what can we do the second day is how can we do it and how can we also do it in a regenerative way Right. So again, uh, we will have uh, a welcome message. Uh, this one, this time it will be Milalin Aviliana will do the welcome message to everyone. And she will also provide, uh, she, she, she and along with um, uh, someone involved in the gender equality, diversity and social inclusion okay. space will yeah, present uh, a framework that we can bring back to our organizations okay. on how we can become more uh, inclusive. Okay. And, and they'll also present a scorecard that we can also bring back to our organizations okay. that we can use, right? <clears throat> and this one can be not just for organizations, but can also be for our projects and our events. For example, this summit actually has uh, an an equality, diversity, and inclusion statement. So uh, the summit okay. itself, right? And we're going to release that soon, very soon. Okay. And, and, and that, and as a summit itself, as an event as mm -hmm. by itself, we want to be as inclusive uh, as possible. So, mm -hmm. uh, and that's a commitment that we are making uh, as the organizers okay. of the summit. So, so that's one. Uh, the second, uh, the second uh, keynote will be about uh, strategies for collective regeneration. So this one, we will have Dr. Roy Ponce, who okay. uh, is a well-known uh, Australia alumni. And he'll talk about uh, his Fisher Kids uh, project. Uh -huh. right? Okay. And maybe some of you have already heard about that project, right? Uh, but one of the things that you will, you know, one of the outstanding things that we can learn from that project is that he was able to get 
support, not just from one sector, but from multiple groups, right? He got help from the private sector, from the academe, from the government, from NGOs. Wow. And that's the kind of approach that we want, that if we really want to solve our problems for the long term, yeah. okay? As mentioned, no, these wicked problems, we cannot just solve in a year. It'll probably mm -hmm. take generations to solve, but it doesn't mean that we should not we should give up now and say, yeah. ah, okay, yeah. next generation. No, I don't that's think true. that's, that's the, I think we should start to really think about what can we do in our generation so exactly. that in the following generation, maybe they will still have problems, but at least it will not be the same problems. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, so that's, uh, so hopefully we get, Strat, you know, we get specific ideas in terms of how we can actually generate support for our causes, for our mm -hmm. advocacies. That's not just looking at private, but also really working together, public, private, academe, uh, mm -hmm. and the special interest groups. And mm -hmm. then again, uh, we will have a workshop at the end of okay. this. And the workshop now, it's going to be uh, facilitated by... Uh, the Institute for, let me just make, let by IAP2, okay, let me just make sure I get the right uh, sure. name of the association. Sure. So this is the International Association for Public Participation. So this is a global nonprofit organization. And their goal is to help equip uh, parties, organizations, government, and even private organizations to be more uh, how they, participative when they when they come up with initiatives or projects. Um, and so it talks about public participation. So for example, if you're building a bridge, okay, and normally you would probably just look at the planning office and maybe a few constituents uh, and that's it, yeah. right? Engineers, whatever. Yep. Yeah. Um, but the the essence of IAP2 is you have to get all of the people, all the stakeholders involved in that discussion, involved in coming up with uh, in the design as well, not just in terms of implementation, because sometimes uh, implementation sakalang na involve yung citizenry, yeah, that's true. and sometimes. Uh, there's a lot of gaps that were not considered because the people yeah. who will actually use it and live with it for the next, what, 50, 100 years, or even the next 10 years, we're not even consulted. Yeah. So IAP2 will give specific strategies in terms of how we can be more participative in mm -hmm. our initiative. So I think this will be very interesting to both uh, to our alumni, both in the government sector as well as the private sector, because all of us naman, are involved with projects. No, even sure. our REAP, right? That's a project, and yeah. normally you have to yeah. work mm -hmm. with multiple stakeholders. Yeah. So this yeah. allows us to to come up with strategies in terms of how can we actually get this, how can we get better involvement uh, mm -hmm. throughout the I would say not only in implementation but also in mm -hmm. terms of design. Uh, um, and uh, um, how do you say it? How you're going to structure the project, the consultancy, the, 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 the kind of uh, who will you consult when you're uh, actually implementing that project. And at the end of this, it will be capped off by another uh, networking uh, session. This time it's going to be 
hosted by the Australian New Zealand Chamber of Commerce. Oh, so wow. they've also pledged, you know, some prizes and some activities. You know, they're really great at these networking events. So it's also an opportunity for us to experience uh, Ants Cham. You know, they they really are a great supporter of us alumni as well. Uh, they oh, actually you, created. Yeah, yeah, thank you. They actually <laughs> created a new category of membership just for us. Uh, normally, wow. kasi ANSCHA membership, these are for corporate individuals yeah. or uh, corporate uh, corporate members, meaning organizations. Mm-hmm. But they've created a new category for us that if you're an Australia-New Zealand alumni, okay. for, a very, for a smaller fee, you can get to enjoy all the Anscham benefits, which is excellent. Wow. Yeah, and, cool. and we're in the process now. Yeah, thank you. And we're now in the process of coming up with additional uh, benefits just for our alumni. That is not, Hi. you know, that that is really designed for our alumni. So we're still uh, developing that, um, but you know, but that's something to look forward to. So this yeah. will now. Uh, you know, the, the goal for the workshop is that hopefully by, by the end of these two sessions, okay, uh, the end of these two sessions, we will be able to have a clear view of what we can do as an alumni, whether mm-hmm. individually or as a community, uh, thinking about the other, you know, other stakeholders, because now more mm-hmm. than ever, community is so important, right? In a world that's more and more being divided. Right. Uh, If you've read the different, if you've listened to the different documentaries from Maria Reza to Social Dilemma to you know, uh, you know the other what happened in the the recent uh, U.S. elections and their findings Mm. from that that Facebook Mm. actually is uh, (laughs) um, its algorithms are actually based. Uh, it's allowing us to be more angry that that actually they get more engagement the more angry you are so that's why the ones that really get posted and you know reposted in that echo chamber uh-huh. that we see is really designed for us to get angry because that's how they make money right yeah. because obviously yeah. they want to drive engagement so they get more advertisers so it's not really you know, it, it's really, uh, especially for democratic nations like the Philippines, yeah. um, our democracies, our democracy is actually in danger because of this. You know, when, there, when, when, when there is no trust anymore and, and there is no one single thing that we believe in, there's no shared truth, then how can we actually work together? Right, as a society. So anyway, I've <laughs> I've gone that route. But going back to regeneration, hopefully after this, uh, we are actually building on the past. The summit because it started in 2018. Okay? okay. And year by year, it's been getting better and better. And we're okay. building on all the work that have been done in the past. And now we're going to because now the alumni are more organized. You know, through AACPH to PA3I. And really, there is that focus now on Australia alumni being a force for good. Yes, as an alumni, we can really make a big difference to our country. And I don't think a lot of people have seen that, even Australia alumni. Uh, But if you just look at the numbers, right, we're sending. 
graduates from Australian uh, institutions have actually exceeded Filipinos who have graduated uh, Australian institutions have exceeded other countries, right? More than the US. So we actually have the most number of alumni already. Um, and, and, you know, uh, I'm not saying that we're better. I'm just saying that we actually, we are, uh, as a network, as a community of people, we have so much to, to that, that so many gifts that were given to us, so many blessings given to us, the same way that there's so much that we can give and share also for the benefit of our country. So, so now we could have but yeah, that's that's really what uh, the summit will will hopefully bring to those who will attend it. Yeah, precisely. Because nakaka nakaka engage yung parang the way you talked about it. Parang napaka infectious nung the way the kinwento mo yung yung summit. And I really look forward. Parang my two takeaways from what you said was it's possible to pala to create our future based on new narratives and new narratives about who we are, the best of who we are as a people and as a country. Uh, so parang, yun pala, no? parang there's, there's hope in, 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 a, in a world right now that's very hopeless. So parang pwede pala, world, uh, new worlds are possible pala. And, and the way to get there is there's a structure and there's a way of, there's a systematic way of doing it. So yun yung isang parang, I really look forward to, to attending all the sessions in the summit. The other thing that you said, and I hope it's something that will sink into the minds of all of the Australian alumni who are listening to you now, that you were just saying that we are a force for the greater good. Uh, so, Sana, uh, if people can just, you know, we, I, I hope the podcast reaches out to everybody uh, so that. I'm sure they'll be inspired to listen to all of the speakers and yung kanilang respective journeys of regeneration and be able to do our own respective stories and uh, doing things all that are also regenerating. I'm sure I will be inspired. You've said a lot you said already, Jose, about what, you know, what inspires you uh, in this summit. Is there anything else that you're looking forward to the summit na to? Uh well, definitely, I am looking forward to our meeting our fellow alumni. Okay. Oh, sure. Oh, uh, sure. You know, we want to have as many alumni as possible to yes. attend. Yes, <clears throat> as you please. said, now we are a growing force. And if we're there, it's just a few hours of our time, you know, just two Saturdays. Yeah. If you're busy, you, know, you can attend uh, the, the two sessions. It's great that you're able to attend both because they're a set. Right, but yeah. if you are just available on the first day, that's fine. Or are you just available on the second day? That's fine too. Okay. okay. But whatever will you what whatever ideas will have on the first day, we'll use that as an input to the second day as yeah. well. <clears throat> so, uh, so actually, that's good. Um, I failed to mention that Tanya Burdett will actually be the one who will facilitate the <clears throat> the IAP two. Uh, the, okay. the workshop, right. And uh, she's oh, from Australia. Okay, so she's working with IAP to Australia. And we're very, very, uh, you know, we're very, very fortunate that they are wow. actually doing that they are actually doing this uh, for us. So, so, so yeah, so I'm looking forward to Tanya to, to Joey. Uh, she's the one facilitating the workshop, the ideation workshop, 
Saturday. All right. She has worked with Saturday. us before. Uh, Joey was the one who facilitated our sustainability hackathon, which was done oh, wow. earlier this year. So, so she's back, but this time it will be to benefit all of the Australia alumni yeah. in terms of coming up of, with ideas in terms of what we can do uh, moving yeah. forward. Yeah. Yeah. It's so exciting. And thanks for sharing, Jose. So as, as Jose also mentioned, uh, so there's a Fetch of Pucha Challenge on stories of recovery and regeneration. It has been picked up already. So uh, it has been launched. So fellow alumni, we really are looking forward to hear stories from you, stories of hope, as Jose said, stories of hope and Bayanian spirit in the pursuit of regenerative development and enriching the lives of our fellow Filipinos. So what are you waiting for? So share how you or your organization has come up together to face adversities and challenges. We'd really, really love to hear about your solutions that build the capacity of support systems for future growth and for creating this, I like this word, thriving. For creating thriving communities, environments, and economies. Ayun, baka Jose, you'd also like to parang reiterate the call for joining the Petapucha Challenge. Oh yeah, definitely. So I would really like to feature your stories. Normally, kasi when I ask people, nahiya sila uh -oh. because they feel that their story isn't big enough or it's not important enough. Parang small, no? Uh -oh. Yeah, so for me, if it has made an impact even to just one person, that's great. And it doesn't have to be... Uh, about you because iba kasi nahiya, oh, parang I'm promoting myself itself okay actually it's not uh, for me my my advice is it's not really about you it's about your organization you know if it's a project done by your organization it could be uh -huh. your advocacy you know it could be your community or it could be about the people that were helped okay? it's not okay. about you and this story is not about you, definitely. It's about the work that we do. And, and the reason why we want to celebrate these stories is that we want to inspire the others too, the, our fellow alumni, and probably make them reflect that, hey, what I'm doing is actually something that contributes to regenerative development. And I just wasn't aware about it. And we okay. want to build that kind of thinking that Hindi Porket, it's a new term that we heard that this is something that is impossible or something mm -hmm. totally different that we don't know how to do. Maybe bits and pieces of, pieces of it we already know, okay? Or maybe mm -hmm. some parts of it we already know. And, and what we just need to do is tweak it a little bit, maybe think of other people, be more participative in what we do, think of new narratives and not be bound by existing narratives. Think of new success measures, not just money, mm -hmm. right? Not just financial, yeah. I'm not saying that's bad. But, you know, imagine a world where we didn't need money. What kind of world would that be, right? And what kind of, what kind of society would we build? So, uh, I, and that's the innovative part there. Because if you look at the title again, it's Regeneration Nation. And that nation is us, okay? True. And we're all about yeah. being more inclusive, being more innovative, uh, mm -hmm. and being more sustainable. So that's the innovative part too, right? Mm -hmm. It's more than new products or new services. It's about new ways of thinking as well. So that's, okay. and, and for us, for me, it's very important, the stories, the kind of stories that we tell about ourselves, yeah. 
about what's possible. Namamana yan, di ba? Namana natin. Ito. Yung iba dyan, namana natin sa mga teachers natin, sa magulang natin, sa mga relatives natin, sa mga elders natin. And maybe some of them are still true, but maybe mm-hmm. some of them are not anymore. And we should question them. And I think it's very important to question them and challenge them and see what what will work in the future, mm-hmm. even in the present. <laughs> Because many of those things that worked 50 years ago, or maybe even 20 years ago, they don't work mm. anymore now. And what do we do? Do we just sit down and allow it to happen? Or, may, yeah. or create in our own ways, in our own fields of expertise, what can we do differently? And that's where the innovation part is. Um, we, the best way to, to control the future is actually to create it. And for me, I would want a future where we not only think of not, it's just about us, right? It's not just about me. Similar to the regeneration stories, it's not just about me. It's about we. It's about how we can work together to build the future that we all want. So, so that's, <laughs> that's the reason why we have the Pecha Pucha and, and of course, uh, this summit. Yeah, and as we mentioned before, for anybody and CC, we'd really love to get your entries. So you can get in touch with AACPH directly to the Facebook page or the website, or you can speak to any of the committee conveners for the AACPH. Right. Has a quick question before I move on. Uh, is this a, is, is the Pesha Pucha only for, um, I remember somebody asking a question before. Dapat daw ba yung story, eh, no alumni na siya? What, what is the... Parang on hindsight, I did something way before I went to Australia, but this is the story of the generation. Pwede daw ba yun? And yeah, pwede yun. Yeah, pwede ah, yun. Pwede yun. Uh, basta alumni ka. <laughs> right, because it's stories uh, about an alumni. So even if you did something even before you studied, and it's okay. something that you know you you feel you've done that has helped, and maybe it's something okay. that you may want to go back to, or you think can inspire others to action, uh, then yeah, please please share it as long as you were involved in that, you know. <laughs> ah, okay. Uh, you yeah yeah. Okay, hopefully, parang baka, baka yung ganung medyo, mas brother pala yung, ano, yung pwedeng scope ng kwento mo. Not necessarily as an alumni already. Uh, you've been back from Australia and did something and then uh, that's the that's the, pet, the, the, ano, the entry that you make. But yeah, so I hope that many of you will submit this. <laughs> parang ang saya talaga nito. So we hear your story. Please submit your entries for the Petra and Petra College. And uh, as, as Jose has uh, ably described, sinasabi na niya very lengthy description kanina, yung kanyang kwento. But I think it was necessary, pati ako parang I was so engaged with what you were, how you were sharing the story about the family. So indeed, there's a lot happening uh, at the summit. So there will definitely be something for everyone attending it. So we're looking forward to seeing, as Father said, uh, the Australia alumni community come together. So whether you're a freshly graduated alumni like myself, where the for the pandemic batch, or you have completed your Australian degree or course before the pandemic, please come join us. It's going to be, I promise you, having heard Jose and having been, you know, volunteered to participate and prepare for the summit as well, I promise you, it's really going to be worth your two Saturdays. So Jose, uh, I know you're also definitely looking forward to the summit as well. 
Yeah, definitely, definitely. So as mentioned, the summit is happening over two Saturdays, November 20 and 27. That's from 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. Uh, we will be opening the registration very soon, and we will be posting links to these on the AACPH and Australia Awards pages on Facebook, as well as our own community site, uh, the Australia Alumni Committee's Philippine site, as well as the PA3I uh, website, as well as through uh, ANSCHAM. And you know, I'd like to show our appreciation to our special partners who are helping us uh, with the summit. Obviously, the Australia Awards uh, uh, Alumni yeah. Engagement Program Philippines. A big yeah. thank you. Also, a big thank you to the Australian and New Zealand Chamber of Commerce, ANSCHAM, and the Philippine Australian Alumni Association, uh, PA3I. And of course, to you, my co-host, Bane, for joining me in this episode. Boy, thank you. We also hope that in the future, we can have more of our alumni and everyone in our Australia communities to be part of our Bayani Mates podcast. Yeah. Okay. This has been a wonderful hour for me. Thank you so very much. It was a pleasure to be here. And I'm going to I'm very happy to have been your host. So fellow Australia alumni, we so look forward to watching your Petsa Puta Challenge entries. And of course, See you at the summit. Please come. Let's come together for the summit in November. Thank you.